Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Show will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey, man. Got a radio show. How good is God, huh? Think about it. Just take a slight inventory of your own life and say it to yourself when you get through. How good is God, huh? Think of all the small things. All this because that's him. You breathing, that's him. You still here, that's him. You got another chance, that's him. You ain't out of here, that's him. Got any measure of health? That's him. You think there's more to it than it really is, than it already showed up to be? That's him. All of that. You got any dreams or aspirations? You dream of other things? That's him. All that. That's him. That's him. Them clothes you got? That's him. Every time you eat, that's why they had this thing called You Say Your Grace. That's him. That's him, man. That's him. It's amazing when you take a small inventory, how you find out how big God really is in your life. Now, the more you turn yourself over to him, the bigger he can be for you. See, he'll only be as big as you let him. It's one thing about God now. He's a gentleman. He can make you do anything. You know, you get too big for him. You know, you, 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 you lose your humbleness. He can humble you now. God created man with the power of choice. We're the only creature he created that he gave us the total power of choice. When we mate, who we mate with, you know, everything, all of it, man. It's a choice. What we want to be, how much we want to make, where we want to live, what climate we want to live in. We can live in cold climates, hot climates. You know, we speak different languages. You can go learn another language. A bear can't do nothing but be a bear. He can't go learn how to be a fox. 
He can't go learn how to be an otter. He just can't. An ostrich is an ostrich, man. He can't come out here and fight like a lion. A lion is a lion. A lion eat meat. He can't eat vegetables. I don't care how much meat ain't around. He'll lay down and pull up out of here and die because he can't eat grass. He's just a lion, man. You, you understand this? That God gave us. We are the one creature he created that has total power of choice. You can make every decision in your life. What kind of watch you like? That's the one you can buy? You want to live in Switzerland? Go ahead. You don't like Switzerland? You can move to Miami. You want to live your life of crime? Go ahead. That's you. He gave you the power of choice. You want to do right? Come on. So now, look at this thing. We are all the results of a, of a series of decisions that we have made. If we could just identify that the problem is us, we could begin the solution. See, that's the problem, y'all. It's us. It's what we do. I threw my life down the hill. I can't tell you how many years based on some decisions that I was making. Now, I can justify my decision when I wasn't happy and I was doing this and I was in misery and y'all on that. Yeah, 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 Steve, when you get through, you made the decisions, though. And you can look at this any way you want to, y'all. But at the end of the day, I'm just talking to people that's really, really wanting to improve their position in life. And how do you do that? You got to have a solution. How do you come up with a solution? You got to identify the problem to even begin to solve it. But if the problem ain't ever you, how you going to solve something that ain't you? See, Okay, let me look at it this way. If somebody say, like, I got a child of mine, man. I just do right here, man. I, I don't even want to get into it this morning. Boy, I'm struggling with this, this boy. I, but, man, you, you go to people, you ask them why they do something. I just, I just wasn't taking care of business. Why? I just didn't take care of business. Boy, do you understand that your life is going to be filled with you got to take care of business? So when you going to start? You know, man, you can't, you can't, you, you can't go through life blaming everybody. It's got to be you. See, you can fix you. You can't fix nobody else. If you keep getting married and the marriages don't work, hello, 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 could it be you? So I finally had to sit down and just make that decision. Ain't no need of me coming on the radio talking about nobody else and what they did to me and y'all just don't know. No, 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 man. What about the part you played in it? Because, see, if you got a good marriage, you got a part to play in that. If you got a bad one, you got a part to play in that. Even if it just get down to you the one picked them. How about that, Mr. Mister? I made a decision? The problem is usually within yourself. Do you know that's the quickest and easy way to fix your life? That way you ain't got to check with nobody. Here's the beauty of going on and admitting that it's you. You don't have to check or clear it with nobody to start the repair process. You don't need anybody's permission. You ain't got to put it before the review board to see if it'll pass. It ain't got to go through Congress. You ain't got to hope that your uh, local politician get their hands on it and make a phone call for you. You ain't got to ask any counselors to come in and sit with you. You don't have to check in the rehab. All you got to do is decide 
The problem is me. I'm going to start changing me. Identify the problem and start with the part that you can own up to. Once you identify the problem, you can start planning on how to fix it or how to get to accomplishing something. But remember this, planning is important. If you fail to plan, then please plan to fail. If you don't know how to make a plan, let's just start with the basics. Just make a list of what you want. Make this list and then go to God in prayer with an open mind. And open your mind up to all the clean opportunities that are available. Here's why a lot of people won't succeed. Because certain opportunities come along, you don't want to do them. That kills me, man, when I hear people, I ain't doing that. I know young comedians that come to me all the time talking about, man, what you know? I said, man, just take every gig you can. No matter what it pay, well, listen to me, son. You can go make that money that it pay, or you can make the decision to sit at home and make no money. It's comedy hard business. They ain't paying but $100. You got to drive 50 miles. But if you drive 50 miles and you make the 100, and you stand on that stage for 30 minutes, you are now 30 minutes better than you was the last time you went on stage. Oh, man, I, yeah, man, they don't pay me. I ain't coming. You ain't finna be a comedian, man. Not, 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 not like this here. A lot of people just don't want to do what's necessary to do. So when the opportunity presents itself and you open up your mind to it, man, then get ready to go on and do it, man. Identify your problem today. Start with the part. Dash you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, uh, I normally I would say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, but not today. Ladies, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Fellas, we own. Boys and girls, go to your room. <laughs> this boss to get ignorant today. It's about to be one of them. Oh, really, Steve? One yeah. of them days. Are you gonna embarrass me, Steve? You know what, Shirley? I think I am today. Today is gonna be the day that I dedicate almost everything I say to embarrassing Shirley. <laughs> we gonna do uh, ask the CEO today. Okay. And uh, we'll also ask uh, motivational questions from the crew. That's the only time I try to be serious. Okay. But other than that, though, let it rain. (laughs) I'm going to be embarrassing today as much as Tommy is stupid. I ain't mad at that. That's a high level. That's overwhelming. I'm talking about the up degree. I may quit today. (laughs) Man, it might be an overload. It's going to be that deep? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if we can take all yeah. that. In the emergency room, they call it cold red. Cold red. Let's go then. Let's go. Cold red. Cracking. Uh, I will be answering any questions today. Any questions at all. Okay. We are going to have, you can ask me a serious question. You can ask me an opinion, opinionated question. All, all things are open and fair game today. All right. Stupid too. Cool. Let's go. Tommy, all your questions is mostly stupid. Okay, okay, and I and I that I embrace that. That's the problem. 
All right, y'all want to start or y'all scared? What's happening? Oh, we're we jumping thinking. it off off the top. I, we, okay, I was good. thinking. Let me see. Yeah, I didn't Anytime. know we were doing it right here. Yeah. So, well, you know, you, you know, ain't no time like right now. Ain't no time like present. Okay. Let's see. Ain't no time. Okay, Uncle. When I started off, the uh, it, yeah. it's Tommy for show ugly. Then they just start oh, like for oh. damn show. <laughs> How we do that? Unequivocal. That ain't the I'm gate out of the gate. Really, it really ain't even. I don't know why he fighting. Cause he ugly for real. We've been talking about that. this all week, though. No, Y'all but it's cool. And I'm not going to be ugly all week. Oh. Tommy, you're not ugly. Thank you. You're not. That's Shirley talking. <laughs> she always trying to take a self-righteous right. I Shirley don't, like... don't think you're short either. Well, well, that's a little far. Yeah. Well, now, Steve, wait a minute. Well, yeah, I can speak right. for myself here. Well, he ain't got to be ugly, Shirley. Funny looking is still at the same spot. <laughs> okay, go, we'll go with funny looking. <laughs> Strange. Strange. Okay, strange. Tommy, let's take ugly but, off the table. But what you, does it you, matter? He's married. He's happily married You strange married looking. But that ain't got nothing to do with it. A lot of strange looking people married. <laughs> well, he had to find someone to marry him, his wife. That is what he need to be grateful for. <laughs> uh-huh. Right there. That uh-huh. is why he need to be grateful. Uh-huh. I need to be praising him for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially that girl you wouldn't got. I don't know what she was thinking. <laughs> Surely she could have done better. Steve, uh, that's I know that's right. You really crushing me, man. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Steve, I told you about crushing people. Uh-uh. What I tell y'all was gonna be today, Steve. Come on, huh? Did I, I tell y'all I was going to embarrass you today? Yeah, yeah, and you're doing well, let's it. let's get started. Uh, out the gate, yeah. And we'll oh. be back with Mo too. <laughs> Is he uglier than me? Who? Tell me, Steve. Tell me that when we come back. I am. I tell you that. I tell. Come on, here I'm going to ask me. Here we go. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, it's time for something funny, guys. I want to ask the crew: How well do you have to know someone before? Yeah, sex with. What? <laughs> Okay. All right. You want to go there? Let's go there. Steve says, what, uh, 60, 90 days. Steve, I don't know. In his book, Steve said 90 well, days. Well, I mean, look, if you're trying to have a relationship, uh-huh. you ain't got nobody, no time to have sex. Yeah, with. if you're just trying to hit. You know, you're just trying to do something mm-hmm. that evening. Yeah, that evening. Yeah. There we that, go. That, that evening, you can do something. Hi. I've never I've never cared for that. I don't, I, you know, I ain't like I ain't had a one night stand. But it never, never was, never, ever. Yeah, well, you always like to have a little more meaning behind your action, Steve. Look, 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 let's lie to each other. <laughs> I miss you. I love you. I love you. I was thinking about you. You know, it's turn. I like that part of it. Get some fun uh-huh. out this. Uh-huh. But you know, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'd rather for it to have some relativity to it. Mm-hmm. I don't want just this hill. Because I done had that there. You know, you know, I've been young like everybody else. I done had a one-night stand. It ain't ever, ever rewarding. Ever? Except this once. Ain't your night stand, the one that ain't ever been good? Rewarded? What, what are you saying? No, nah, just once. They are some of the greatest moments of all time. No, oh, he's all ignorant. Time. You got some, oh, boy, your relationship in trouble. Dude. Well, no, my relationship is fine. But when I had one-night stands but way back in the day, those were great days. Wow. Wonderful. I left. so great. I ain't got to call her. She ain't got to call me. It ain't been to cost me an arm and a leg. Relationships cost. You know that. Mm. Love costs. So you meet someone. Meet them. Dinner, maybe? Uh, We can get a quick bite. (laughs) 
what? Now let's wow. get on to. We're not finna. What? Why is we at dinner talking? We're not finna be talking no more. Tell me, how fast is the bite? Tell me the bite. The bite is real. How, how much? How long it take to get them fries uh, in your mouth from McDonald's? Tell me. Dry too. Dry, dry right? Through. And eat this. Eat, eat on this. the way. Eat on the way. So whose house? Your house or uh, her house? You ain't come to my house. I don't know you like that. <laughs> Can't come. To but, house, you, but you know her enough. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm gonna put this whole glad trash bag on, and then we finna get down with it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, look, everybody good? Can we move on? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Like sex behavior and all that. We got all mm-hmm. that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I just think it's, uh, to, to, for me, it was just a, it was a waste of time for me. I only had one, one woman that after it was over with, I looked for her. Oh, really? Find her. Oh, man, her. Yeah. And she was gone, huh? Yeah, I wanted to, to marry her. <laughs> How this young were you? I didn't find her because the next word out of my mouth was, will you marry her? <laughs> <laughs> you had to be about, what, 16 at the time? Hell no. Oh, you I'm were older 30? than that? Oh, th- 30? Yeah, 30? Really? Yeah. Oh. You want to continue this? You're story? such a romantic yeah. scene. Well, I was homeless, hell. Oh, you need to fall in love. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Then. She looked good and had an apartment. <laughs> 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 that was what? You don't understand. Okay, I, so more this questions. This to be love. <laughs> more questions? Come on. Or, or do you guys want to stick with that? Okay. How, how well do you have to know someone before you loan them money? Mm. Mm. Steve, you go last on this one. Okay. I'm done with the loaning. So, no, but be, before, yeah, before, the question, yeah, before you get Okay, 40 years. 40? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. You met him in kindergarten? Yeah, it's going to have to be that. All my mama. Mama could have anything I got. So, no, that's you now. That's you now. Back in the day. Back in the day. Say. Oh, God. I was I was too given. Uh, mm-hmm. Six months. Okay, then you loan him some money. Okay. Uh, Junior? I had to know all your grandparents. What if on they both was, sides. What if they didn't have <laughs> Come on, <I> Steve. <laughs> we 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 had we we had to have a friendship, at least at the very least. Huh? Yeah, we had mm-hmm. to be considered friends or mm-hmm. really close, super yeah. cool. You know, maybe not, but we real cool. Before you ask me for some. Okay, here's a good Today, one. Today, right now, mm-hmm. if you want borrow money from me, mm-hmm. uh, you uh, you don't really lend money now. No, but yeah, I've loaned some money to yeah. He'll give you some. Yeah, he'll, he'll give you some. You know, but I'll give you some money, but no. I don't no, want to be looking for it. Yeah. Okay, how, how well do you have to know someone before you let them stay at your house? Let them stay Ooh. with you. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. You can't stay at my house. <laughs> I don't give a damn who <laughs> you. My family can't stay with me. You've been doing this since birth. You can't stay at my house. You talking about come stay with me? Yeah. Yeah. No, hell no. I don't I mean, care who you No, you can't stay at my house. Temporarily no. until they get on their feet. Like that, no. that don't never it happen. Never, no. it, they say that six really, months it, it or, don't. or no, a week. Let me explain it, something to you. It ends that till you get on your feet. How did, what was you using when you walked over? <laughs> when them feet, you own them. Get on them and go somewhere else. <laughs> now, I would let one of my children come live with us. Yeah. You know, if they transitioning, because one of them's talking about doing that, coming to L.A. and living. And so we'll let them stay with us until they get their place. Oh, but cool. That's my kids. Good that's what it. I'm doing. I'm trying to kids. get a place this week. Yeah. I didn't know I could have came over there to y'all. Nah, kids. 
There's children. You already nephew. know you can't come stay in my But he's house. a relative, Steve. No, no, hold on, hold on. Let's just go and get this out. You know you can't come stay in my house. I don't give a damn what's wrong. You got you gave too many parties when your uncle was out of town. But, you, but I cleaned up. No, no. no. I cleaned up. No. Good parties though, Steve. No, no. That time you threw the party, it was off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> used my bed, but yeah. then made the bed. He used your bed. Yeah, but then made the bed. Well, that's oh, what yeah. a cleansly person would do: is make the bed back up, right? Hey, dog, yeah. change the sheets. We slept. That's it, dog. You don't change your sheets after you sleep one night. Eh? <laughs> Who did you have in there? Was that slab or? <laughs> Her he name was, was Kiwi. Remember that Kiwi? Yeah, I remember oh, Kiwi. Now, let me tell you something. Kiwi in there, <laughs> it looked like a wild animal had been in my bed. Hey, look, we got a... <laughs> coming up right after this, uh, nephew Tommy's run that prank back. <laughs> remember that time she put that party hat on? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. I got it for you, sir. We're going down to the church. Hot checks oh. at the church. Oh, no, Lord. Hot checks at the church. Okay. Okay. No. You're not going to do this to the Lord now. You're not going to uh-huh. continue to do it. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh, Brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you, you I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay, now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay, now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was $250. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering. Okay, now... What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but your, your check that you wrote for 250 actually has bounced. And, and you, wait a minute. You said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what? What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know, you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind. wait a minute. Now I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean y'all write these checks? There's a lot of people write these. checks are good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why do we? One clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty t- money in the bank, and all my checks clear. I don't write no d- rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday, and that's the problem. 
How you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the $250 plus the $30? So we wait. $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you check. write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of calling me, telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll you tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are we going to get this 250 and this $30? Somebody from the church tell me I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the busy. Deacon, I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of <laughs> Thank you. You got the money. I ain't got I, Who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church. And you gonna call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more. And if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we gonna get this two hundred and eighty dollars? Is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for two fifty. And the, you will and not get two eighty. You, you put the thirty dollars with it. You put two fifty in there, it bounced. Thirty dollars cost us on bank fees. That's two eighty. When can the church expect their money? Never. Not no two eighty. You will never get two eighty. You're gonna make me and come by your and my check then what did you say? I'm gonna do what? You're gonna make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. No, well, you bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus thirty. Whatever I want to, okay? No, you. And don't, you yes, know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you say? You are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get coming to, up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I find your. Because you the person I want to see. You're going to And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounced. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... Talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I get... But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. What you, <laughs> wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, this what did is. You say? <laughs> what did you say? I say this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that. <laughs> she just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'm a <laughs> that. <laughs>
Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Everybody's done it now. Everybody's written a hot check to the church. Everybody. Uh, no, they haven't. No, oh, yes, they. Oh, everybody uh-uh. has. Uh-uh. No. Oh, you done wrote one of it, ain't it? No, I haven't. Drag us into that. Stop. You've written one and it didn't. It didn't go no. through. You know no. you didn't done that. Y'all never wrote a back. We need to get y'all a black card because y'all. Not in church. <laughs> no, not in church. No, That's too much church. guilt. So, yeah. Now I have not put money in. The Lord knows yeah. your heart and your yeah, bank account. I've done that. Okay, yeah. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't wrote no hot check. Lord knows you didn't have well, money not, in not, the bank. Not deliberately, you know. It's, it just happens. Hmm. But you know what? Something what used to amaze me back in the day is the church, for some reason, I don't know how they get they, they get them check cleared Monday morning that fast. They just it it goes through. Will, Any other check take to Wednesday, Thursday. They, they pray on it all night. <laughs> I don't know. They go right to the bank with them checks. That's man. right. They yes, do. they do. That's that's one deacon's job. Your job is Monday morning mm-hmm. get these checks down there to that bank. That's your job. Get it in there. That's right. That's right. They lock those Big doors up. when they're collecting offerings, too. Mm-hmm. Me, Jay, and Junior, we think about opening up a Zoom Missionary Baptist. Yeah, I mean, it'd be good, All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, it's normal for people, you know, to get nostalgic about things from their past. A lot of us do that, uh-huh. like the Slinky. <laughs> remember that toy? Yeah. The Walkman. Remember the Walkman? Uh, mm-hmm. Arcade games. And even suits and hats for men. Remember Pac-Man and all that? Hell yeah. Atari and, yeah. I still play Pac-Man. I can't play the new games. They're too complicated. I can't play none of the sports games, like NBA Live or Madden Football. I don't know what the Y, the X, <laughs> the A, the A, B, they jump, the A, D, they roll. Yes. I can't do uh-huh. none of that. Or, or, you know, what about being nostalgic about how you raise your kids, you know, with discipline and all that? Things like common courtesy, like manners, things like that. Ass whooping. Right? whooping. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Whooping. Yeah. That's yeah. a whooping. They should get make a, a major comeback. Yeah. yeah. You're going to yeah. get a whooping. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Oh, I'm telling you, gonna get a whooping. <laughs> Did you whip your kids huh? growing up? What? I'm asking. Hell yeah. Why you think they ain't in jail? <laughs> <laughs> you saved them. <laughs> no. Did you, Tommy? <laughs> I tried to beat him worse than my mama beat me. Ah. Uh. That's pretty bad. No, oh. that bad. Ain't none of my kids got it like I got it. Oh, ain't none of them. But our parents before us really got it, too. But we got it. I think we were the last of the kids that got serious beatdowns. Who? No, my kid, my t- kids our, got our it. Our generation. Well, so I'm well, on, I, really, I really pledged my son. <laughs> you hazed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I pledged. Cut. I pledged my <laughs> So what frat is he in? <laughs> uh, they ain't cues, but they could. <laughs> Based on what has happened to them. They could call ahead and get it. <laughs> Dog. Dog. They could, they could technically, they should actually be in. <laughs> you know. But I, I do wish manners were more prominent like they used to be. I mean, you Just know what I'm really manners. proud of, though? I think all of my kids are very, very mannerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Manners are important. She just ain't to him. She is to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so sweet. 
She is. I love Brandy. Yes. Brandy is daddy, you know? That's you all have, it you is. have great Man, kids. Brandy is being on your ass in a heartbeat. <laughs> 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 you know her. She's okay. your kid. Keep on. She got a lot of clap back going on. Man, you ain't heard nobody come up to you. I can't talk to your daughter no more. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to me so talking to me so crazy. <laughs> this a man. This a man. Yeah, this a man. I've never seen a man that said that. I ain't seen it either. Oh, good. You've just heard. <laughs> oh, I just have people coming up. Can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog, what's that? I just can't do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> She's serious about her business, though. <laughs> what, do you, what else do you guys wish would come back? Like, products. Because they said iPad, but I mean, you know. I yeah, wish Curl Free iPad. Moisturizer would come back. What? You want yeah. activator? <laughs> activator. Yeah. Curl Free Yellow Bottle, Red, Right. Yeah. <laughs> come on, baby. Chess King. Yep. Yep. Chess yeah. King, Merry Go Round. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want oh, them to stores. come back, but I don't want to have to have the money I had back then to <laughs> yes. come back. Don't want that yeah. to come what back. Yeah, what don't I want to come back? Poverty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have no desire for that to come back. What, what, were the famous, uh, what was the famous advice your dad gave you about being poor? The best thing you could do for poor people, uh-huh. son, is not be one of them. <laughs> I love it. I took that advice no, and ran with it. I listened it. to that real close, uh-huh. especially coming out of homeless. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Steve, it's time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. Good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, you know, as the U.S. Congress continues to probe into the January 6th Capitol Hill riot, the Capitol was the scene of another violent threat yesterday. In the end, police took a man into custody who had driven up to the Capitol building and said he had a bomb. Authorities say 49-year-old Floyd Ray Rosebury drove his pickup truck onto the sidewalk in front of the Library of Congress yesterday morning, told police he had a bomb and he was holding what he said was a detonator. Capitol Police Chief J. Thomas Major says, though, he surrendered after they talked him down. The tactical units that were close by uh, took him into custody without incident. So, you know, no throttling, no uh, choke holding or anything. This guy, earlier in a live Facebook video, a man who appeared to be Rosebery warned viewers about having a bomb and told Democrats in the Congress and the White House to resign. Authorities say his truck did contain bomb-making materials, but no bomb. North Carolina is still dealing with the after-effects of Tropical Storm Fred. Rescue teams in the western part of the Tar Heel State say that two people are dead and some 20 others are missing as a result of the deadly flooding there. Crews have been searching for survivors inside the mobile homes and vehicles that were swept away by the floodwaters. The town of Canton was particularly hard hit. The mayor, Zed Smathers, says it's a sad time. Our hearts are sincerely heavy with the ones that are missing and the ones that have been confirmed dead. Even though may not be in the Canton jurisdiction, they are part of the Canton and Haywood County family. Homes, even bridges were destroyed, of course, businesses as well. Many residents are without power, and more wet weather is expected over the weekend. So uh, North Carolina is really getting it. Federal Aviation Commission, I- administration rather, says it is an ever-growing list of incidents involving unruly passengers aboard planes, usually over the refusing of wearing masks. In one case, a steward felt the need to duct tape one passenger to his seat. The airline has since told its employees that duct taping someone is not to be done again. That's not what you should do. The FAA is instead pushing for higher fines. So far this year, though, the amount of fines levied on these unruly people have totaled more than a million dollars. 
Here's some more depressing news as the death toll climbs in Haiti to over 2,000. According to an article by some seismologists in Business Insider magazine, it is only a matter of time before Haiti experiences yet another major quake because the country happens to sit on top of two subterranean parts of the Earth's crust over this magma, that's kind of liquid kind of stuff, plates that keep slipping past each other, which cause earthquakes. And finally, today would have been the birthday of the late, great Isaac Hayes, a great talent, a great man, and a great friend who asked the question... Who's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks? No, it was you, Isaac. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now it's uh, time. Lower the lights, please, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Junior's Poetry Hour. Let me just say this right quick, though. What? This poem right here. Uh huh. This ball of paper. Yeah, forget that. The point of the poem is it's getting close to going back to school. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and everybody's uncles don't get appreciated because mm. we help okay. out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I got a, now I got a 17 year old nephew that's about to be in the same grade with the 14 year old. He didn't call uh-uh. me. Junior, don't say that on the <laughs> air. <laughs> it's true. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, oh first of all hold on. What you want? What you want me to act like it ain't happening? Okay, they, they, my people, they know. You want to act like he's a scholar? Because he's not, right? Should I be shamed of the fact that what he won't do? <laughs> now, the 14-year-old didn't damn near caught the 17-year-old. Oh, now, I didn't think it was going to happen, but Lord have mercy. They one grade apart. They put it like that. Now, I mean, when he go in the classroom, they think the teacher just walked in. <laughs> Look old. That's all I'm saying. So you wrote a poem? Well, I'm just saying, he, he asked me for some stuff, and I just wanted to let him know this. Now, the name of the poem is, I'm just an uncle. Mm-hmm. Here I go. Here I go. Hey, 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 Cause I really do love you with all my heart. But I'm gonna get a jump on this. I'ma say no before you even start. I'm just on. Thank you. That's all I can do. That was called the style of conversation. You're looking for rhymes. That's what you're doing. You sitting there looking for rhymes. There's no rhymes in there. It ain't got to be. Wait. It was called White Junior. You know, you have different styles. Uh huh. This was called the style of conversation. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was talking to him. I don't get it. It's, it's, it's the style the of conversation. Was that a good poem? Man. No, Absolutely. it was Donald Trump. Hey, it hey. was crazy hey, do, you, do, you, do, you have, do you have Do you have any kids asking you for stuff? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, you have to stand the poem. You can change it to I'm That's just it. an eye. You're yeah, just a mother. Yeah. yeah. But this was the style of conversation. I, it's called a style of conversation. I, I created it. Do you, do you, we know that. Yeah. Do you listen to most deaf or life? This was just most deaf now. <laughs> Why would I go listen to most deaf or my I most deaf? I think it was most deaf name. <laughs> the next one's about you, Jim. In the style of conversation. <laughs> a style you made up. All right, we got to go. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Time now for Ask the CLO, our chief love officer. Submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com, and the CLO will be happy to answer them. This one, Steve, is from Sean in Florida. Before I get furloughed from work, a hands- before I got furloughed from work, a handsome new guy started working at my job. We've been getting to know each other on the phone, and we just found out that he is my ex-boyfriend's cousin. My ex-boyfriend is on a teaching assignment in Dubai, so he's been out of the country for three years. I figured this would be a problem, but the guy told me we can see how things go and keep it casual for now. What does that mean, CLO? Well, it just means he's going to continue pursuing you the way you have. Y'all having conversations, but his plan is to see if it can go further. But he's got to make sure you're in line with it. So all it is is he's just saying let's keep things like it is. But if he keeps talking you, talking you is not because he wants to keep things like it is. He just got to see if you okay with sleeping with your ex-boyfriend's cousin. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Okay. And if you okay with it, he going to be okay with it. But, well, he's, but he's been doing a gentleman thing and allowing you mm-hmm. the chance to make that decision. But yeah. that's what he means by we'll keep it casual. Mm, okay. Yeah. This is from Until DJ. you can't take it no more. <laughs> she said she figured this would be a problem. Uh, DJ in Fort Worth says, uh, I have a big problem with my fraternity brother. He introduced me to one of his son's mothers, and she is beautiful. Hold on. Say what now? Oh, to one of his, I'm sorry, I said one of his, oh, that is right. Okay, DJ in Fort Worth, I have a big problem with my fraternity brother. He introduced me to one of his son's mothers, and she is beautiful and thick and just my type. He told me she was the devil, and he couldn't stand her. I ran into her again at the club, and we got drunk and had sex that night. She said uh, she, she did it to get back at my frat brother. I'm cool with it because we're still having great sex often. My frat brother has threatened to jump on me if I don't leave her alone. Am I wrong if it's just sex and nothing else? Dog, your boy told you that was the devil. You meet the devil at the club, y'all have sex that night. <laughs> I know, that's that the crazy That ain't part. sound like the devil to you, dog. <laughs> and now she says she just did that to get back at her boyfriend. I think I think your frat brother right, man. Now you can go ahead if you want to, but y'all keep having great sex. Well, go ahead, man. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, but I mean, look, man. Mm. You know, I, I don't get care. a beat down. I mean, bro. Now, now your boy done told you. Yeah. He gonna jump on me if you keep seeing her. Mm-hmm. You 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 don't believe that. <laughs> he didn't believe the other part that he see, said. See, dog, you you kind of stupid if you ask me. First of all, that move from you on your boy's ex girl after he told you that he told you to quit seeing her, and now and now you letting the, the wrong part of your body do the thinking. So now here's the deal: uh, he gonna find out, and he gonna jump on you, and you gonna get your ass whooped, mm-hmm. and then you gotta just make the decision: was it worth it? Woo. All right, oh, man. It's it's kind of crazy, man. I don't even understand, but I okay, whatever. (laughs) 
Tyra in Charlotte says, I've been dating a man for five years and he has told me I'm the woman he wants to marry. I have a feeling that he's cheating on me and when I ask him about it, uh, he tells me that he's just making sure he gets some things out of his system before he gets married. I I don't want to sit around waiting for him if he's seeing other women, but I don't want to lose him if he's really trying to marry me. Should I follow my first mind and dump him? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was simple. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what your intuition is for. Mm-hmm. You Heard. dating a guy for five years, obviously you all was supposed to be in some type of committed relationship. He turns around and tells you after you bust him, he wants to get everything out of his system, but I want to marry you. So if he marries you, how do you know it's out of his system? Right. Follow your heart. Follow your uh-huh. mind, not your heart. Good answer, Cielo. You can submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com. Now, coming up next, the nephew in the building with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I don't want to be this type of movie star, okay? (laughs) That is the subject. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right now, wait till you hear this letter. Right now, it is a nephew uh, here with the prank phone call. What you have for us today, Neff? Your wife gave me a disease. Huh? Lord oh, Jesus. Oh, this going to be crazy. <laughs> Tell this, me. Oh, Your no. wife I, gave me a disease. Yes. You I want to see. And, and, oh. yeah, and, and oh. I'm going to kill you. So what are we talking about? <laughs> 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 Part two. <laughs> All right. Let's go, dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, I'm trying to reach Dante. Yeah, this is him. Who this? Hey, how you doing, man? Um you I uh, just to be certain, you you Dante is married to Tammy, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So listen, man, uh sure you've heard about me, you know, maybe heard my name before, because I used to date Tammy way before you guys got married. Uh, you know, my name is my name is Marcellus. So I just wanted to call and say how you doing, but I needed to talk oh, to you. Oh. Okay, yeah, I know. She mentioned you. Mentioned y'all used to be together uh, before. We, yeah, okay, I've heard about you. What's um, what's the phone call for? I needed to talk to you, man. And I've, I've been holding this back at least four years. You know, I haven't said anything. And, you know, I can't hold it no more, man. I'm going through so many issues right now. I just got to gotta get this thing. I got to get the grips on this thing that I'm going through, but... You know, I wanted to come to you, man, to man, talk to you about this situation. I, you know, I hate to bring it to you like this, but when me and Tammy were together, she, man, I don't even know how to say. When we was together, Tammy gave me a disease, man. So, you know, I, I've been holding it, you know, and I, like I say, I wanted to hit you up. I, I thought about it two years ago, three years ago. I, I wanted. Oh, what the? What do, what do you mean? Like she gave you a disease? She gave me a disease about four plus years ago. This way before y'all got married. I'm, from my understanding, y'all been married about three years, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. And you're calling me. You're calling me to give me the heads up. No, nah, man. No, nah. I'm calling because, dude, these damn the, the medical bills and all this is just completely out of control. I can't even, you know, I can't take care of myself no more with this. You know, and and I don't feel like I have to because she the one that gave me the damn disease. Okay, so you're calling because you want you want me to pay for you want you want us to pay for your medical bills. Dude, I like, mean, I mean, damn, dude, I mean, put yourself in my position, man. 
I mean, what's the brother supposed to do? You know, I'm, I'm sitting over here with a disease somebody gave me, and, you know, they going on with their life. Bro, yeah, but this is uh, – so you're calling me, telling me my wife gave you a disease. First of all, she would have told me that shit. Secondly, now you're telling me, like, I might have some shit. You got to be kidding me. Well, what the f*** did she give you? What disease are you talking about, man? At this point, you know, I don't even want to discuss it. I just want to get on board. Let's, can we get uh, some kind of understanding with this medical field that I can't? I, it's out of control. Man, I'm not paying. Okay, I'm not going to pay for your medical bills, especially when I don't even know what the f*** you mean. What do you mean she gave you a disease, man? I'm over here freaking the f*** out. I do, do. I understand, you know, bro. I hope you good. I really, you know, but I'm just saying, man, dude, I don't know what to do no more, man. I really don't. You know, like I said. Well, okay. Yo, yo, you need, tell me. All right, you you talking in circles. You're telling me something you have, you caught four or five years ago? Well, what, is it some shit that's uncurable? What the f disease are you talking about, man? Dude, I'm just, I'm trying, like, dude, regardless of what it is, I'm trying to handle the medical bills on it, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Dude, but what kind of medical bills could you have for some shit you caught four years ago? Like, four years ago, you should have been able to fix that shit. What is it? Dude, she gave me the disease, and now I need somebody to pay these damn bills. That's all I'm saying to you, all right? That's all I'm saying, Dante. Yo, and I'm what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you, Marcelo, is quit playing and tell me what the disease this is. It's Marcellus, man. It's Marcellus, okay? I don't care what your name is. I'm getting Man, y'all want to get me diabetes. What the f***? Diabetes? Your wife gave me diabetes, man. Man, you must be dumb as hell. You can't, can't somebody give you diabetes? What you mean she gave you diabetes? Man, your wife be cooking all, was cooking all them cakes and pies and shit, you know? All that sugar, you know? And just, 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 man, you came out. Bro, had me thinking my wife gave you herpes or some shit, man. You just don't know how to work out. You know how to eat. That's on you, man. I ain't paying no bills for that shit. Diabetes? What the is wrong with you, man? Oh, so now, 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 now this shit funny. Yeah, you, you laughing? You, mean, you, are you laughing? Funny. Oh, you laughing at me, Dante? Yes, I'm laughing at you. Call my phone talking about my wife gave you diabetes, bro. For real? This is stupid, bro. <laughs> hey, can I say something else, though, Dante? What? What you want to say? I want to say this, Dante. You just got pranked, baby. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Tammy, got me the prank phone. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yo, that's... Oh, stop. <laughs> I got you, baby. I got oh. you, baby. It's 2020, baby. I got you. Wow. Okay. See, I she told me about she told me about Marcelo, but I never heard his voice, bro. I was on <laughs> fire. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you you good, man? Oh my god. Oh, you had me so scared, dude. Talking about a disease, bro. Oh, oh shit. especially a disease that's four years lingering. That's like whoa, whoa. Bro. What is that? Oh my God, man! I was, you know, when she got home, I was about to be so mad, bro. <laughs> oh hey, man, God. you got to tell me this, man. Come on, Dante. What is, what is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the lane. <laughs> y'all funny, dude. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man. <laughs> 
You are you eating right? You ain't got no diabetes to you. Eat right, <laughs> Dude, now I'm worried, bro. I know you could catch it like that, bro. <laughs> did I? Did I? Oh man! My God, did I go? Tommy. Did I go? Did I go too far? Oh, too far! You play, boy. <laughs> way too much. You play way too much. <laughs> Come on, Marcella, Tommy. Man, <laughs> you make me nervous every time I hear one of these. Now, no, I'm gonna tell you something. For real, that was, that yep. was pretty damn brilliant. When you flipped the Thank script you, and said, your wife gave me diabetes, boy. <laughs> that was that hard left on the joke that a lot of yeah. people don't know how to take. <laughs> oh, man. Fat ass need to go on a diet. Oh, man. If you don't get your... <laughs> that is crazy. And you got the stamp mm-hmm. of, approval, of approval from your uh, your uncle there, Nephew. And that means a lot to me yeah. right there. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Just come here now and then, so relish it. <laughs> relish it. Don't, don't get used to him. This ain't finna be regular. <laughs> That's in it. Not, in not consistent at all. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. He wrong for that. Not, not, not praise heaping. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't finna do a bunch of this. See, Lynn, oh, y'all don't know God. how it works. I'll explain to you. All right. All right, nephew. Thank you. Great job, as usual. Up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. I don't want to be this kind of movie star. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now, kids, for the Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on work, on sex, on dating, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. (laughs) Strawberry Letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject, listen, I I don't want to be this kind of movie star, okay? And listen, if you do have kids, please... They don't want to hear this letter, and you don't want them to hear this particular letter. Uh, dear Stephen Uh-oh. Shirley, yeah, disclaimer. Or you can leave them in there and let them learn something. No, no, Steve, this is not a teaching moment for kids. All right, dear Stephen Shirley, my girl and I have been together for three years, and I instantly knew she was the one when I met her. She cooks, watches sports with me, and she supports my dream to be an entertainer. Our relationship was just perfect until about eight months ago when I was on an adult website browsing through amateur home videos and I noticed one video with a background that looked just like my bedroom. After I zoomed in, I saw that it was my bedroom and it was a video of my girlfriend and I getting it on. I immediately confronted her and she told me that she too wants to be an entertainer. Dot, dot, dot. An adult film star. She told me that she has posted over 20 videos of our best work in the bedroom. Now, I'm not a shy person, but she should have at least told me first. This is crazy, right? Should I? Should I have covered? So I could have covered my face. She begged me to keep participating in the videos with her. So now it's something that we do often. She makes good money from uploading the videos to the site. So this has become a lucrative part-time job for her. But I can't help but think that this could come back to bite me in the butt one day and keep me from becoming a successful entertainer. Last week, I told her that I'm out of the home video business with her. Okay? 
I, I told her that I want to settle down with her and have a normal lifestyle. Well, she is furious with me and said that she's been supporting my dream for two years, but I won't support hers. So, Stephen Shirley, should I support my dream and make this thing work, or should I leave this madness and move on? Please help. No! Absolutely not. You cannot support this. This is madness. You need to move on from this. I mean, you know this isn't right. Come on. Uh, why would you want to do this? And, and yes, people are going to find out. I mean, you're in the entertainment business, so there's some leniency there. But you can never take these videos back. They're, they're going to live on the Internet forever. This is, this, your heart isn't into this. You don't want to do this. This is, why is this her dream anyway? I... You've been with her for three years, and, and, and it is a betrayal because she didn't tell you. You have to agree to this if you're going to have your butt out on video on the Internet. Come on now. This is craziness right here. Uh, yeah, she's wrong on, on every level, especially because she didn't tell you. Uh, if your dream is to be an entertainer, an entertainer, uh, this is not the way to break into the business. I, I guarantee you that. Some people have, yes, and, and they've gone on to, 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 to do bigger and better things or, or whatever, but I don't think you need to be a part of that. No, she, she's wrong on every level for doing this. Should you, should you support her? I don't think you should. And make this thing work? No, no. Or should you leave this madness and move on? For sure, leave the madness. And, and if she's mad at you for not supporting it, you're going to have to leave her too. Steve. Bruh, I don't see what the letter is for. In this whole letter, man, it's just madness. You know, you're going along, you meet this girl, y'all been together for three years. You instantly knew she was the one when you met her. She cooks, watch sports with me. She supports my dream to be an entertainer. She do all that. She just waiting on this game to be over. <laughs> yeah, she watching sports. So we can get on here and make these damn movies. <laughs> Right. I'm watching these games. I ain't really watching the game. I'm looking upside your head. Because I need you in here to get in this damn movie. So right. Relationship was perfect to about eight months ago. I was on an adult website just browsing through the amateur home videos. Da, 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 da. <laughs> right. I noticed this one video had a background. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It looked just like my bedroom. Hold on, man. Let me look right here. So I zoomed in. Uh-huh. I be done. <laughs> it was my bedroom. I'm surprised you recognized the bedroom before you recognized your ass. <laughs> that was the shocker for me. What the hell you talking about? That's my bedroom. You wasn't paying no attention to the two people in the bed? Right. This my bedroom. No, that's your behind. <laughs> I zoomed in, it was it. And it was a video of my girlfriend and I getting it on. Oh, you use proper grammar. It wasn't me and my girlfriend, it was my girlfriend and I. You might use proper grammar, but you on you on the porno site. Wow. I immediately confronted her and she told me that she too wants to be an entertainer. <laughs> See, all these three years y'all been talking around, you ain't never uncovered that dog. Mm -hmm. You had to go on a porno site to discover it. Yeah, she wants to be an adult film star. She told me she done posted over 20 videos of our best work in the bedroom. Now, I ain't no shy person. <laughs> you know, but damn. 22 months. You got to tell him I could have watched or something. But you could have told me so I could have covered my face. Boy, this finna get out. I live it's forever. finna get out. 
Yeah. Oh, oh it's going. It's out. It's out now. Somebody gonna recognize you. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you how it's gonna go. When we come back, I'm gonna tell you how you gonna get recognized. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh. Yeah, see, I this, can't the, wait for this, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> not on your birthday. Don't do this on your birthday. No, do it on yeah. your birthday. If not, if not now, when? Not now, when? Get it in. All right, we're gonna have part two of Steve's response to the strawberry letter. I told you guys it was crazy. Uh, subject: I don't want to be this type of movie star. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be this type of movie star. Steve's response, part two, coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, Steve. Uh, Subject, I don't want to be this type of movie star. This dude met this girl three years ago. Mm. Knew she was the one perfect, fell in love right away. They've been together three years. Everything was perfect about eight months ago. He look up eight months ago, he on a uh, porno site, just going through the home videos. And he noticed that there was a bedroom that looked familiar. He zoomed in, and the reason it looked familiar because it was his bedroom. But it was him and his girl in the video. Oh, hell no. This is crazy, right? He ran in there and confronted her right away. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. It's a video of me and you. I know it is. You ain't the only one want to be a star. I want to be a star too. Oh, God. I want to be an adult film star. Well, hold up. I've posted over 20 videos of us doing your best work, and it has turned out to be lucrative. We making money. Uh-oh. Now, he said, well, hold on, hold on. I ain't shy or nothing, but she should at least told me so yeah. I could have covered my face. See, this can't get out about me. But the problem, though, dog, is it's going to get out about me. I'm going to get to that in a minute. She begged me to keep participating in the videos with her. So now it's something we do often. You just in here just clowning. <laughs> she make good money from uploading the videos to the site, so this become a lucrative part-time job for her. But I can't help but think that this could come back. Guess what he said. This could come back and bite me in the butt one day. <laughs> well, everybody else in your butt. Oh, man. You might as well get it bit. They up in it. They stand in it. And they said it could come back and bite me and keep me from becoming a successful entertainer. Last week, I told him I'm out of the home video business with him. I told it I want to settle down with her. See, this is what lost me right here. Mm-hmm. So you want to settle down with a porn star, dog? Wow. You want to make her your what? Your porn wife. Because <laughs> if you quit <laughs> doing the her. videos <laughs> and her dream is to become an adult film star, right. and you quit doing she got to get somebody else co-starring in these damn movies. Well, he co-starred. Hell, they both porn stars. No, he, he don't want to do it no more. I told her I'm out of it. I want to settle down. I want to settle down. She was furious with me and said that I've been supporting your damn dreams for two years, but I won't support hers. So, Steve and Shirley, should I support my girl and make this thing work, or should I leave this madness and move on? You know, good and hell wrong, you need to get out. Run. You know, do about four or five more films. Get out. Thank you. Because, because Steve, wait a minute, you do what? Yeah, do about four, five more films and get out. Because she makes good money and, and it, it put has... that bag on your head. <laughs> <laughs> paper bag, though. that paper bag. You know, 
Now, oh, let me tell gosh. you a problem, bro. It's out here. Somebody going to find out. These are the ways that people can find out. Flipping through the yearbook. Wait a minute, hold on. What? Didn't he go to school? <laughs> Didn't he go to school with us? <laughs> Wait, hold up, dog. Huh? Is that Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> Not Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> here go another one. Do, 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 do. I'm flipping through the site right here. Oh, hell no. Ain't he the band teacher? <laughs> what? Mm. Uh, what? Hold on. Hold on. Mm. Dog, look at this dude right here. Ain't that Daryl Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> it's Dennis Daryl Daddy. Daddy. Dennis. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. Come on. Lord Jesus. Uh oh. Jesus, you ain't gonna believe what I seen on my granddaughter's phone. Not grandma. Uh oh. Is this Deacon Patterson? Oh. He's a teacher and a deacon. He's a band teacher. Uh-huh. He, the, he in charge of the Cub Scouts. Oh, no. No one of them kids. Pack 669. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yes, he is. Good Lord of mercy. Mm. She hasn't turned it off, though. Huh? <laughs> you know, he teaches the Sunday school class on <laughs> third Sunday. I'm going to have to get dressed a little early. <laughs> Go down here and sit get down here. Deacon Patterson, because Dennis Patterson is doing the molding Patterson, and he packing. Matter of fact, oh, Dennis is packing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Grandma. <laughs> I got to show this to Earlene. Uh, Earlene, Earlene, she still, uh-huh. Earlene still goes out at night. Ooh, Lord, look. <laughs> Get off the site, Grand. <laughs> I can't. They got here got 34 videos. <laughs> you counted them? 34, him and the girl was in 20. <laughs> You know, I think this the man that Steve was reading about on the strawberry letter the other day. I be doggone. We done ran away. Ellie. Ellie, we find we's in the strawberry letter, girl. Come on. We famous. We famous. I'm finna call Steve and Shirley and tell them we, we done found the victims in their letter. Oh, my God. And he's know. a deacon at our church and he teaches Sunday school. Wow. We gonna collect an offering. <laughs> Man. We gotta chip in and make another movie. Uh, grandmother. <laughs> as soon as my niece find out what her look just trick itself. Oh my god. Hey, listen, we gotta get out of here, guys. Email us or Instagram. Some tricks to wearing pantyhose. <laughs> Go to Steve Harvey <laughs> FM. Oh boy, this strawberry letter today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Let's go, guys. It's very simple. You take three subjects. You put those three subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel. Where it stopped, we'll make it funny because that's what we do. Put it on a spin it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Mm -hmm. Things you say when your baby mama calls asking for money again. Uh, Mm. Number two, Mm -hmm. excuses people make not to chip in on gas money when you're on a road trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Here's the last one. All right, reasons you give to not look a person in the eye. Okay. All right, cool. Oh, okay. man. All right. All right. Spun it. Spun it. Okay. Spun it. Give me that gas, though. Skip it in on that gas. Let's do that. You've been there, I know. 
<laughs> reasons you give to not look a person in the eye. Oh, I can give you a good reason. I can tell you right <laughs> That's now. That's where it landed. Why, what? I can tell you right now why sometimes you can't look a person in the eye. You know how people wear them glasses and they wear them tight on their face and mm. they be sweat down in the lens? You can't look at that. You can't look at that. <laughs> it be sweat down at the bottom. Of, you, you, you can't yeah. look at that. That's, you what? can't do it. You, It'd be all sweaty in the lens. Mm-mm, I can't I look down when I talk to you. Yeah, right. I'll tell you another reason why you can't look people in the eye. Because it's missing. That's why I can't look you in the eye. Because the hell is gone. What happened? Here, I can't see. I don't know why. How if it's missing? I'll tell you why you can't look somebody in the eye. We just got through having hard, hard, steaming sex. I really can't look at you now. I can't. We just, that, that's what we just yeah, did. That's for real, though. Yeah, we, what we just did? Wow. Yeah. We can't make no eye contact. No. <laughs> we talking about things, reasons why you can't look a person in the eye. Because they breath stink. That's, that's, that's a good and one. And if I'm looking in your eyes, that means my head is up, and this is too much. <laughs> Reason you can't look a person in the eye, but because for some reason you thought it would be cool to shave off your eyebrows and draw them all up toward your forehead. It's like you saying, to, huh? Huh? Like you saying, huh? 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 Yeah. Every no, day I did shave, shave my eyebrows. Thing is a shock before. to you. <laughs> I tell you what, here's another reason why you can't look people in the eye. Because right. when you're sitting in a corner by yourself and won't nobody talk to you, that's because it's a strong body odor coming directly from you. Ain't nobody Whoa. finna look at you. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys uh, for today's version of Comedy Roulette. Thank you. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. You have a segment called, I don't know who invented it, but I'd sure like to thank them. Well, I'd like to start this off, and we're going to alternate, but I'd like to start this off with the guy that invented the salt shaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Put salt in Because if I had to get my salt off of a block licking it like a deer out in the backyard, (laughs) that would bother me. I'm so glad they put it in a damn shake. That was ingenious. A salt mm. shaker. That way, I ain't got to use the box with the little white girl on it with the raincoat. Because <laughs> it just pulled too much out. <laughs> it's a spout. Somebody made the shaker. Thank you. All right, all right, I got one. Whoever took that root beer mm-hmm. and poured it over that ice cream and made that float, greatest That's invention in the world. Right <laughs> there, Uh huh. That is A&W good. root beer over ice cream. Yes, Lord. A root beer float. Float. Yes, mm. Junior? Glad they did. <laughs> All right. I tell you what, uh, I would like to thank the person who was the first one to say, I'm going to whoop your ass. Because <laughs> I've been using that with my nephew for the Man. last 15 years. <laughs> and you. it is working. I'm yeah. telling you. I didn't know I was going to need that. But that is important. Whoever was yeah. the first said that. Mm. I'd like to thank the person that came up with the term sugar honey iced tea. Because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times it has came through for me. Ain't this some sugar honey iced tea? And it felt And it has meant so much to me throughout the years. Thank you, man. Because, you know, ain't that some manure was not cutting it. It was not getting <laughs> Ain't that, some, ain't that some caca? That ain't it. <laughs> ain't 
that some poop. No. No. No, that don't work. No, that don't work. That don't work. That's a good one, Steve. (laughs) Okay, check this. The first slave that took them chitlins out that hole and said, you know what? We're going to figure out something with this right here. We go, clean me. I'm gonna work. With, I'm gonna clean this up real good and see what I can do with it. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'll be back. Y'all give me a minute now. <laughs> really? I don't really tell me. Yeah. I, yeah. I tell you what. I, y'all give me a minute. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna go through about three, four halls, but I'm gonna come up with something. When I come back, I tell you what I like. I would like to thank the person who huh. kept the grease and put it in the can yeah. on the stove. Come on, boy. I'd like to thank them because that second <laughs> back of fish is always better than that first. Yeah. Boy, you be crunching. <laughs> I, I don't like to really thank them. Okay. I said, I'm not throwing this away. I don't know what made them say it, uh-huh. but I'm uh-huh. not throwing this away. Put that in the Crisco can and let's just hold on to it. I don't mm. know who said that, but thank you. I love you. it. Yeah. I want to thank whoever came up with running shoes. Cause pimps was wearing gators out at an alarming rate. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You know how hard it is to watch people walking them ran over platforms and yeah. and, and and stack Whoa. heel shoes. Thank uh. God somebody came up with a running shoe. This is my invitation to my boy Peanut. We were standing on the corner one day, and this was Peanut running from the police. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get caught. But the sound is clear, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's <laughs> when he got tired. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know who invented oh, it. Oh, sugar, honey, ice tea. <laughs> How about this one? That bottom TV only got volume. Whoever put that, t- put that other TV on top mm-hmm. that only yeah, yeah. had picture, right yeah, there. Yeah. The picture from the bottom, the sound is from the top. By vice versa. What whoever came up with it put that TV on top of that oven. I bow down to you. Because it's in every household across the country. That's good looking out. Hey, that's good that's looking out. Last one. Come on. Hmm. Whoever came up with protective custody. So when you go to jail, you ain't gotta be out there with everybody else. If your ass is a is a little chump. Get your ass on into protective custody and don't have to worry about regular prison life. Thank you for protective custody. Okay. (laughs) I don't know who invented it, but I'd sure like to thank them. Uh, Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carlos, this is our girl chat segment, okay? No boys allowed. You know how we do. First of all, two celebrations today on this Friday. Two now. First okay. of all, today is National Radio Day. You know how yeah. we love radio. Yes, we so, do. Yeah. Yes. Happy National Radio Day to all of our colleagues everywhere. We yeah. know what you do. We know how you do it. And just keep doing what you're doing, okay? We love we, you. We see and we- you. And, I mean, Shirley, hats off to you. You've been in the radio game for a minute. I've been in the radio game for a minute, but we got to thank our listeners because we're nothing without them. So thank you all for waking up to the Steve Harvey Morning Show every day on National Radio Day. (laughs) They're the reason we do it. There would be no us without them, you know. Amen, sister. I used to say that in Chicago when I used to work with the late, great Doug Banks all the time. Mm. There would be no us, you know, if if it wasn't for you. I mean, who would listen? That's it. <laughs> you know? But, um, and, and before we run out of time, uh, there's a 
second celebration. Today is another national holiday. All right, we got to get to this. Uh, we it? need a drum roll here, someone, please. Okay, drum roll. Okay. Drum roll. I'm beating on the desk. Okay, mm-hmm. what you got? All right. All right. <laughs> Today, we have to say happy anniversary to our oh. girl, Carla Farrell. <laughs> 17 years in the marriage game, baby. You and Tosh. Yes. Doing it. Yes. Thank <laughs> this you, Shirley. This is how Shirley. it should be done. Yes. <laughs> All right. Happy anniversary, Carla and Tosh. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now it's uh, time. Lower the lights, please, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, it's time it. for Junior's it. Poetry Snap, Hour. Snap, Snap, or whatever. Let me just say this right quick, though. What? This, this poem right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Balled up paper. Yeah, forget that. The point of the poem is it's getting close to, uh, to going back to school. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and everybody that's uncles don't get appreciated because mm-hmm. we help okay. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're not uncle. Yeah, I got a, now I got a 17 year old nephew that's about to be in the same grade with the 14 year old. He didn't call uh-huh. me. Junior, don't say that on the oh. air. <laughs> It's true. Hold on, hold on. First of all, oh God. hold on. What, what you want? What you want me to act like it ain't happening? Oh God. Okay, these they, my people. They know. You want to oh. act like he's a scholar because he's oh. not, right? Should I be ashamed of the fact that what he won't do? <laughs> now the fourteen-year-old didn't damn near caught the seventeen-year-old. Oh now I didn't think it was gonna happen, but Lord have mercy, they one grade apart. Let's put it like that. Now I mean, when he go in the classroom, they think the teacher didn't walk. That's all I'm saying. So you wrote a poem? Well, I'm just saying. He he asked me for some stuff, and I just wanted to let him know this. Now, the name of the poem is "I'm Just Uncle." Here I go. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just uncle. Stop asking me for cash, okay? Because when I help you out, you don't do nothing but walk in the other room and just talk trade. Go beg your mom and your daddy, because they the one that had it, because I'm just an uncle. I can do all I can do. Now that I know you're going back to school and you like new stuff, but I'm living out here in L.A., really high as hell. Man, it's even rough. Now, I'm not trying to be mean, because I really do love you with all my heart, but I'm going to get a jump on this. I'm going to say no before you even start. I'm just an uncle. I love it. I love you. That's all I can do. Yeah, just an uncle, man. That was called the style oh, of man, conversation. Man. That, that's called. You're, you're looking that's for rhymes. Oh, you see, that's crazy. what you're doing. <laughs> you sitting there looking for rhymes. There's no rhymes in there. It ain't got to be. Wait. Oh, it was that's called what, Junior? This was, right you know, you this have was, different styles. Uh huh. This was called the style of conversation. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah. I was talking to him. I don't get it. It's just it's the the style most confusing Was poetry, that a good poem? No, oh, it was Donald Trump. Hey, it hey, was hey, do, you, do, you, do, you have, do you have do you have any kids asking you for stuff? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, you have to stand the poem. You change it to I'm That's just it. an aunt. Yeah, it's just a yeah. mother. Yeah, yeah. But this was the I, style of conversation. I, it's called a style of conversation. I, I created it. You, do you, we know that. Yeah. Do you listen to most deaf or most confused? This was just most deaf now. <laughs> Why would I go listen to most deaf or most deaf? I think it was deaf. most deafening. <laughs> <laughs> the next one about you, Jeff. <laughs> in the style of conversation. <laughs> A style you made up. All right, we got to go. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, here we are, the last break of the day on this last day of the week for us this Friday. It's been an impactful week. Um, leave us with some closing remarks, you know, Steve. Um, I think that um, what I want to share with you is something that prevents so many people from becoming successful. And that thing is called excuses. You know, it's, 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 it's amazing how when we want to justify a lack of effort or we want to justify our procrastination or we want to justify not doing something we said we were going to do, we want to justify just not getting started. We can come up with some pretty, pretty impressive excuses. But you know the thing about an excuse, though? It serves no one except the person that's providing the excuse. The person you're giving the excuse to, it does nothing from them. Because their level of expectation for you was in place. And the fact that you didn't come through... I mean, how can you possibly think that this person is sitting there going, wow, that's great. You didn't come through. Now you'll hear, oh, okay, well, sorry that happened. When, so when will you get to it? Or you'll hear something like, oh, wow, man, I didn't know that. And when you walk a guy and, and when you walk away, that person goes, wow, I can't count on them. Or if you keep giving excuses, then after a while, a person just goes, I don't believe nothing he says. And either way, man, the person that you gave the excuse to, I can promise you they don't think as much of you as they did when they first thought you were coming through. Folks, if you could learn to eliminate excuses, you know who taught me not to have excuses? My father. My father's a strong man, man. This dude was powerful to me. This is the greatest dude I have knew. But he taught me about excuses. He said, son, don't ever give me an excuse because what that ain't going to do me no good. He said, we ain't got nothing. At least you could give me your word. He said, we ain't got nothing else. We ain't got too much more than a pot to piss in. But if you're going to give me your word and tell me you're going to do something, don't give me no excuse instead because now we ain't got nothing. Y'all, if you could eliminate excuses, if you could stop the, 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 the allowing yourself off the hook, because that's all it is. The only person you're hurting with these excuses is you. I'll give you an, an example of how you hurt other people with your excuses. Though. If you have a child and you keep promising your child that you're going to do something, if you're a dad and you don't live with your child, your boy, your girl, and you tell them you're going to come by, that child is at the window and at the door waiting. They got their little bag packed. They got their lunch packs. I'm going with my dad. And man, oh man, oh man, the disappointment that had, that child had when you were. And then you call in and guess what you say? I had to work. Sorry, man, but I had to work. Well, I got you had to work, but guess what? It does nothing for that child that was waiting on their dad. I got you got to work. But what they got to do, that don't stop the disappointment in the child. See, excuses, man, they, they go a long way, man. They, they, they do far more damage than you can imagine. 
So after a while, if you keep doing that to that child, and you keep promising your child you're going to do something, and you never do it, ah, think about that, man. What that does to that child. If you're in a relationship, and you keep promising the person you're in a relationship with that you're going to do something for them, and you never do it, how long do you think this relationship going to last? You got to do what you say you're going to do. You can't create excuses. But then the person who really gets damaged is you because when that child grows up and he can now stand on his own and he can take his own self somewhere, he can buy his own clothes, and now you want to come around and, hey, that's my son. And then he's old enough to ask you questions. Yeah, I'm your son, but where were you when I needed you, man? Where were you when I was standing in the window? Where were you when I was sitting on the porch, man, with my lunchbox, just looking at every car that went by, hoping that my daddy would finally come through till my mama finally tell me coming there off the porch? You see, man, now you got to deal with that. And all them excuses you was giving that boy or that little girl back then, it don't mean damn thing to them. You know, man, and it stops you so much See, once you become a person that provides excuses, it ain't just to your children. It ain't just to your loved one, your lover. It's to your job. It's to your career. And pretty soon you start giving excuses to yourself because it's a pattern of behavior. And you got to break that pattern of behavior because it's a no-win situation for you. Stop making excuses, man. Why don't you just simply do what you say you're going to do? It's much easier to do that. If you say you're going to do it, be a man of your word, a woman of your word, and go do it. Period. Now, if you're not going to do it, say that. Be a man of your word on that. See, that's what I do. When somebody asks me to do something, I distinctly tell them, amen, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry, but I won't be there. That way, ain't no hope of you looking for me. Well, he said he wasn't coming, but I'm going to see if he come anyway. No, no, no. If I tell you I'm not coming, you pretty much bank I ain't coming. But if I tell you I'm coming, you can look for me. And chances are, I'll be there. It would take a lot for me not to do what I say I'm going to do. Because I just ain't made that way. I don't like excuses. You can't get to where you're going with a bunch of excuses. All right? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 